Today on the show, Eric Jacobson makes a big announcement. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's just getting official. We just getting our little odds and ends plugged away here, but we are officially throwing a, a big walleye tournament this fall, September twenty eighth. And it's Lake of the Week day. Absolutely, and, and really nice sized fish in that lake for all those species, for sure. Why is it so productive? Well, I think because it's part of the river system, the Boy River system. Details coming up. in the sand pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man but the wife she just don't understand i love walleye perch trout and bass and if you don't like fishing you can kiss my four stroke right in the back because the fishes all tremble at the thought of me when i'm fishing ball bun in country this is fishing paul bunyan country Hey, we're checking in with Eric Jacobson over at Destination Sporting Goods. We got a really cool thing to talk about in a little while, but first off, we got to talk about fishing. Eric, we're in that time of year. It's really, really hot. We've had some real flat water and some real high skies. Um, are people catching fish anyway? People are still catching fish. Yeah, it's uh, the bite is still holding pretty strong on you know all species. Uh, the you know walleyes are still going good on leeches and crawlers, and you can find those panfish kind of on the weed edges and. The, the musky fishing is kind of just starting to get really good right about now. The, the trolling bite is still going on, but the casting is getting really good, too. Okay, so uh, the musky guys are not having to go a full 10,000 casts right now. No, no, it sounds like they're, they're getting it done a lot sooner than that. <laughs> uh, it's a good year, a lot better than last year, that's for sure. What lakes are producing right now? Uh, the best ones are, you know, Plantagenet that seems to be one of the better lakes around. That's that's pretty normal for every year. But uh, Lake Bemidji is starting to turn on a little bit, and the cast chain is doing really well. And if a guy doesn't like a little bit of a drive, uh, Leech Lake is definitely worth going and checking out, too. What are you hearing as far as sizes go? What's the biggest one you've heard? Biggest one I heard was a 54. That's pretty good. Yes, that is a very nice, nice fish. Fish of a lifetime, really. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so the action is there for, for muskies, and, uh, I mean, obviously muskie anglers are pretty passionate uh, lots, so they'll take the time. They'll do whatever it takes. They do. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's a grind. Every morning, every <laughs> night, well into the dark, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's definitely worth it. All right. What about walleyes? You say they are still biting, and, uh, and is this a low-light bite time right now? No, you, you can still get them during the day. Uh, you know, you can you can toss a jigging wrap right about this time of year. That'll work all all day. You know, really? bottom bouncers, spinners. Okay. And after after dark, you can you can pull little crankbaits around, and those work really well too. Any particular lakes producing particularly well right now? Actually, Bemidji has been producing really well. It's uh, it's surprising. That's just it's been good all year, and it's still holding strong. And you know, the Cass Lake chain is still doing really well. And uh, if a guy doesn't mind taking a venture north. Red Lake is still producing limits, and Lake of the Woods is on fire also. Wow. Well, Red Lake, you know, I mean, obviously, they you know, even if it's a two-mile-an-hour wind, uh, that's enough for a little bit of a walleye chop on that lake, it, it seems it like. Is. And, of course, water. And it's, yeah, and it's got colored water as well, so that helps. It does, yeah. It's, uh, it's good all year. Red Lake is, has been good. It's going to stay good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, panfish and bass, bass bites got to be going well right now? Yeah, bass bites going well. Panfish are going well. You got to you got to do a little more, a little more looking around now that they're off their beds. But 
you know, they're, they're still out there. It's really good fishing right now if you, if you can find You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Eric Jacobson from Destination Sporting Goods, our guest today. The other thing we want to talk about is uh, you've got a really big event coming up. In just your second year in business, you put together something that I think is going to make a lot of noise in this area. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's just getting official. We're just getting our little odds and ends plugged away here, but we are officially throwing a, a big walleye tournament this fall, September 28th. It is the Blue Line Walleye Tournament and uh, great cause. It is a great cause. This is, uh, this is all for the whole support of the local area law enforcement. That's where the Blue Line comes in. You know, all the, you know, the money is going to get donated to the FOP and other little organizations around here. It's, uh, it's a great cause. I think everybody's going to be really happy with this. Okay. And one of the things that is really exciting is uh, you've got quite a prize. We do. $10,000 first place pot. That's a, that's a pretty big chunk of change. <laughs> yeah, what did you tell me? It's like the third biggest in the state? I believe so. I, you know, after what I've looked out, I think that is one of the, I think that's the top three highest pot in the state right now. So that's, uh, you know, year one, that's really good. Hopefully year two, we can even make it better. Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think, uh, I think I'd take 10 Gs, no yeah, problem. Yeah, wouldn't anybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that's the idea. Get the, get the support. We get this thing filled the first year, and that makes the second year only better. So absolutely let's aim for that i think it's a pretty obviously a great cause and uh i'm sure you'll have uh, everybody in law enforcement uh, willing to help out and uh, certainly publicize it we're going to be uh publicizing it for you as well um and it's a pretty good price it doesn't it's not too expensive to get in there uh we have 400 dollars entry fee two guys okay and it's a 75 boat max 75 boat max lake bemidji and lake Irvin. okay so, I mean, 75-boat max, that means your odds are not horrible. They're not bad. No. It's, uh, you know, you have a pretty good chance of walking away with some money. Okay. You know, either way, winning the, winning the whole thing or, you know, getting your entry fee and some, some extra money on top. Okay. And uh, this is also uh, going to, there's going to be, I got to think there's going to be some good food involved as you're headquartering out of Rutgers. Yes, we are. This whole entire event is going to be held out of the, uh, Rutgers Lodge on the north end of Lake Bemidji. It'll be, it'll be an all weekend event. It's, uh, we're we're aiming to have this uh, very community friendly event. We hope we hope there's something to do for everybody up there. Yeah. So, what is your plan for the weekend? We talked about it when you were in the office a while ago. It sounds like you're, you're going to have a lot of fun things going on. Yeah. You know, we're shooting for uh, you know Friday night is a rules meeting. So after that, we're shooting to have a you know a little bit of food, a little bit of drink, and. Uh, possibly even a little cornhole tournament on Friday that anybody can come and get involved with on that. Uh, Saturday, day of, will be the fishing tournament. We're going to have, you know, something for the kids to do during the day. We're either we're talking about a little uh, mini kids fishing tournament. would be kind of cool for some kids to do, you know, either sure. fishing from the dock or getting out in some pontoons, and then we do the walk across the stage and the weigh-in for those guys. would be would be fun. So, yeah, after that, we'll have the... The weigh-in and all that and the awards ceremony. And then, you know, I think we're going to have a, a little beer tent and maybe even some live music down there on Saturday night. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like a, a great way to wrap up September, that's for sure. Yeah, right before right before we get into the cold. It's coming quick, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. So uh, what, what inspired you to pull this thing off? Well, so coming to spring tournament, we took over the, the Eagles tournament that's been going on for 30-some years. Uh, they passed that off to us, and they, they used to have a fall tournament for, for years up until, I think, uh, three or four years they haven't had one. So 
we figured it was a good time to, you know, get our stuff together and try to make that happen. And it's just all, it's all just been working out. Stars are aligning and it's happening. Okay. Well, you know, it's, what's interesting is, the, you know, the two biggies that, that you're talking about that along with yours, they're both like back-to-back in the spring or, yeah. you know, or very early summer. And then there's nothing. So what a way to cap the competitive fishing season. It is. There's a lot of stuff gets just jammed into like one month in the spring and then you know we have the dragon boat festival around here and then there's nothing for yeah. for a long time so this should be a good little little something to do before winter well i think what's going to make this very interesting is i mean it's not necessarily depending on how you know the weather goes it's not necessarily um, you know very real cold out there but definitely the fall bite will be on and the fall bite tends to be bigger fish so there might be some un, you know for Lake Bemidji some unusually large ba- large baskets coming yeah, in. I think there will be you're you know you're talking some really really big fall time walleyes and there's a lot of different a lot of different tactics these guys can do to get these big fish it's going to be it's going to be fun there's going to be some really big bags come across that stage all right, people listening, they're saying, "Hey, I want a part of the be a part of this." How do they get registered? We are opening up registration on August twenty first. Okay. So that'll be on our on the Destination Sporting Goods website, or they can stop into the store here and do it that way as well. Okay, so stop in at the store or go to the Destination Sporting Goods website Wednesday, August twenty first. Yes. All right, that's the day. Circle it on your calendars, competitive anglers. Uh, and again, it's four hundred dollars a team, seventy-five boat max, with a ten thousand dollar first prize. Yes, sir. Oh man, that is that's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Headquartered again at uh, Rutgers Birchmont Lodge, and a great cause. They're calling it the Blue, Blue Line Walleye Tournament in support of Bemidji Area Law Enforcement and the Fraternal Order of Police. You got it. All right, Eric, uh, thank you for putting this on. We're excited to be a part of it. And uh, any last words as far as we're going out fishing this weekend? Uh, what's the What would be your number one choice as far as lake uh, presentation and species we should be going after? Uh, if I was going out for the whole day, I'd probably, I think I would probably head out to Lake Bemidji. I think that's going to be a good one this weekend. Uh, I'd, go, I'd go pull some spinners around, or if you're feeling crazy, go throw some jigging wraps around on that uh, in main lake structure all right it's eric jacobson from uh, destination sporting goods and he is getting ready for of course the blue line walleye tournament which we will talking be talking more about as we get closer to the event hey thanks for taking the time today eric we appreciate it thank you coming up next lake of the weekday there are three seasons in minnesota fishing ice fishing and hell on earth this is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, lake of the weekday, holy cow. Lake of the weekday once again. Once again, we're checking in with Bill Everts, a fishery specialist out of the Walker Area Fisheries Office. And today we're taking a look at Inguidona Lake. And, uh, Bill, uh, first of all, it's two bays uh, split by a road, but I'm assuming you get access to both bays. You do because it's navigable underneath that bridge. It's it's deep water. Okay, very, very good. So there's Um, no problem going back and forth. Really, I look at the map, I see lots of structure on that lake. Well, it's funny because I look at that lake and say there's not a lot of structure. Oh, okay. I'm looking at. I'm just looking at the uh, the lines on the map. So. Oh yeah, yeah. The contours are pretty steep on on mainly the the east and west shores. Mm-hmm. 
and then there's a shallow bay in the north on the south end of the north or south basin, and then where the river comes in and comes in where the Boy River comes in, that's pretty shallow up in the in the south end, and it's also shallow in the south end where where the uh, where it outlets the lake. Okay. Well, it's it's a really really good lake. There's been a, you know I've heard a lot of people have a lot of fun fishing uh, in Guadona. Yeah, it's a it's a great lake. And it's a very solid lake uh, size too, uh, over eleven hundred acres. Um, and you know, again, uh, it goes deep as seventy nine feet. Average depth is about twenty feet. And it looks like you can catch pretty much anything you uh, want to catch. That's a northern Minnesota fish. Absolutely, and 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 uh, and, and really nice sized fish in that lake for all those species, for sure. Why why is it so productive? Well, I think because it's part of the river system, the Boy River system. <clears throat> There's a lot of movement of fish between, you know, Little Boy, Wabado, Inguidana, um, and then you go upstream. Well, then you hit the dam at, at Girl Lake, but it's got a free, undammed piece of river that runs from the Boy River flows out of Inguidana into Swift Lake and then into Boy Lake. Okay. And then unobstructed into leech. Okay. And there's there's good walleye spawning habitat in the Boy River, in particular upstream upstream of uh, Boy Lake. And it's a good walleye lake. It looks like you've got some real solid numbers there. Oh, it, we got very good numbers, and it's been consistent. Is it stocked, or is it all it, natural? It is stocked. Okay. And the only way we would get a really well, we try we we stock fish on on even fingerlings on even years. When we sample them, we look at the ages of the fish, and we can we can get an idea of whether they were naturally produced or or, or stocking health. We can't really tell for sure whether stocking health is more correlative. Gotcha. Because we don't mark them when we stock them, so we don't really have any idea. Got, got it. But the correlative stuff is pretty pretty fairly definitive. But it should handle it on its own. But we we, we will continue to stock that lake. Sounds and looks like you got some panfish there, some crappies and bluegills as well. Yes, and we have special regulations on sunfish and, oh, and crappie that came into uh, effect in 2009. So the sunfish limit is 10, and the black crappie limit is 5. Okay, and the reason for that was what? Uh, there was concern about a lot of overharvest, particularly in the winter time. Okay, and this was. Uh, brought up by local local folks and local landowners, and we put it, we proposed it, and we had um, support for it. And the regulation went into effect in two thousand and nine. Okay, and it certainly has increased or improved the size structure of both those species in the lake. So there's more eight inch bluegills. There's more. 10 and 12 and 13 inch crappies uh, since that regulation went into effect. Is Inguidona seeing the increase in uh, in uh, hard water pressure that so many lakes around here have been seeing the last five years or so? Yeah, again, we don't we don't have a, a recent creel survey, so I, I really can't really address that or even with any kind of confidence. Okay. Uh, the access is pretty pretty good size access, so there's there's room to park. You know, ten or twelve rigs in there, so it's very possible it's increased. Well, and you know, the thing about ice fishing—it's a lot of fun, and, and they made it as comfortable as possible, which has gotten more people out there. And the problem is, the fish are sitting targets, especially the the, uh, the bluegills and, and the crappies and, and the perch. They are. Yeah. 
What about northern pike? Looks like you got plenty of them in there. We got lots of pike in there, and there are a lot of small ones. <laughs> yeah. We just talked about that in the last leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, we're, we're on the upswing of that. Uh, you know, the 2016 survey, we had uh, about 11 fish per net, which was up from about 7.5 fish per net in 2012. We'll get a better handle on it this year because we're scheduled to survey it in August of this year. Okay. And we're gonna we're gonna sample the uh, crappie and bluegill in this spring as well. Okay, sounds good. Um, what about bass? Could be a very good lake. Again, you know, this is another one of these lakes where the they're kind of lower down on the management pecking order, so to speak. Uh, so we haven't gone out and done spring electrofishing. But there certainly are some very, very nice largemouth bass that show up in our gill nets and trap nets. Um, so we've we've seen numerous fish over 18 to 19 inches long or better. So they're there. And if you you know you look at an aerial photo of that lake, there's lots of good vegetation along steep steeper drop offs, and you get those shallow areas in each end of the lake. Uh, it's it's I don't know if it's known by the public. I don't know if people, you know, bass fishermen go there or not, but they sure should. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that it's pretty well developed. It is a pretty developed lake, yes. No, it's not. It's not one of those secret lakes by any stretch. It's not a secret <laughs> lake by any means. And plenty of people fish it too, so I'm guessing it gets pretty good pressure. Yeah, and and the muskie guys will go there, too. Right. We haven't even talked about the muskies. No, uh, we haven't touched on that at all. Uh, usually, when the big uh, when they have the big uh, tournament every fall, I, I I see a few of them coming out of Inguendota. Yep, and they should. <laughs> yeah. How big how big do they get in there? Well, we've, we've seen fish over the years, even though we haven't done a, a, a muskie assessment there, uh, which we are going to do at some point as soon as we get the time and the staff to do it. Um, won't be this year and it probably won't be next year, but we see fish over 50 inches show up in a net every now and then. Um, so it's, they're there. And I fished it a couple of times many years ago, just goofing around from a canoe for crying out loud, <laughs> throwing jackpots and, and, uh, had some pretty good action. Of course I can't hook them on a the darn thing, so. <laughs> but it sure is fun. Um, and are you seeing, I mean, I, I know you're not doing any specific testing for there, but uh, does it appear that they've got uh, pretty good recruitment for smaller size muskies as well? Yeah, we see we see some small fish in there, okay, too. Okay, good. And you've you got to keep in mind that Boy Lake is downstream. That's got muskies in it. Uh, and, uh, you know, of course, leech. So sure. there may be some intra-lake movement there at times. So, And there's good spawning areas in, in all those lakes that, the tricky thing there with muskies is is the uh, northern pike get the jump on them on spawning. Oh, sure. Yeah, and usually when you have high numbers of northern pike, uh, they'll suppress some of that natural reproduction of, of muskies because they're a little they're like a couple weeks later. All right, for those who are not sure, how do you get to Inguadona? I'm not ever sure <laughs> how to get in. It's a pan- it's kind of uh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> But I'll do the best I can. Okay. All right. Okay. And I'm I'm going to describe it coming out of Longville. Okay. Okay. And we want to, you know, we want to bear right on the State Highway 7 coming out of Longville. Okay. Got it. And you go, you continue on that for, I don't know, four or five miles, and you'll come to that 
road crossing that goes splits the two basins. Gotcha. Okay. And you go about a mile and a half down that road, it'll curve to the right, and you go down a straight, and there'll be a sharp curve to the left. Just before you take that curve, you'll, you'll kind of want to, that curve to the left, you'll want to continue straight. Okay. To an intersection. Got it. There should be a boat, uh, public water access sign there, and at that intersection you take a right. Okay. Okay, and I believe that's, uh, let me see, where's my note here? 44th Street Northeast, I think, is what it's supposed to be. Okay. Okay, and you follow that road. That road goes straight to the lake, but just before it gets to the lake, you'll, you'll bear to the left. Okay, bear to the left, got it. Right, and I'm not sure what the name of that road is, but it's a dirt road, and you follow that road right to the end. Okay. And the access should be on your right. It's right there in the, in, on the southeast shore. Okay. Well, we got GPS, too. That can help. Yeah, and, <laughs> and there are maps and stuff, too. Yeah. So, you know, GPS point will get you there. It's on the southwest shore. It's all the way down. It's uh, off of that road that parallels the east shore, the southeast shore. Okay. And it's right right at the end of that. And and it's worth it's worth the, the search. It is worth the search. And, you know, bring different gear. I mean, if you're there in the summer... Bring your crappy gear, bring your walleye gear, bring your musky gear if you get bored with everything else. Or or if you get bored with muskies and they're not moving, you know, it's well worth the time to, to look for the crappies or look for the bass or look for the walleyes. Okay. It's Lake Inguadona near the Longville area. It's our Lake of the Week. Bill Everts with all the details. He's a fishery specialist out of the Walker area office. Bill, thanks for your time today. Yeah, you're very welcome.